Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The Montana State men's basketball team competed in the big dance in San Diego, and the MSU women are preparing to square off with the defending national champions on the farm at Stanford. Hello, I am Jeff Safford. The MSU men competed in the opening round of action at the NCAA tournaments on Friday, squaring off with number three seeded Texas Tech. Behind a strong offensive effort, the Red Raiders would control the game from the start in a 97-62 win over MSU. Texas Tech saw each of their starters score at least 10 points in the contest, shooting 66% from the field as a team. The Red Raiders were led offensively by Terrence Shannon and Bryson Williams, who both finished with 20 points each to lead all scorers. Senior guard Xavier Bishop was the lone scorer in double figures for the Cats, scoring 12 points to go along with a pair of assists. Later tonight, the Bobcats women will open play in the NCAA tournament in the first round against number one seeded Stanford. The Cardinal finished the regular season as the number three ranked team in the nation, finishing with a 28-3 record. Tip-off from Maple Pavilion is slated for 8 p.m. local time. For live coverage from the NCAA tournament in San Diego, stay tuned to Juan is Now, right here on ESPN. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. Thank you.
field, everybody got a bill for that. Me, I make bills off that. How the f y'all can't see I rise when I drive down the block and you look outside. H-A-T-E in your eyes. I enter big money for the enterprise. It's a beautiful day, I guess. For a to roll with Andre, I guess. Roll it up, baby. Come on, let that trust and roll it up for me when I'm stressed. You might catch me in Atlanta. What's up, Montana? Nuana's now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm trying to get the first sunburn on my head. I am, I'm going full bald these days, and uh, we're in sunny San Diego. Most people love the sunshine. I love the sunshine. I get a little hot and bothered, though. So really trying to make sure we don't scald the dome here on the uh, first day of sun I've seen in, what's the what's the rap line? Ha- ain't seen the sun in 66 days. It's been way longer than that. For us that live in Missoula, Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, joining me, Coulter Nuanas here on ESPN Radio. Our tournament takeover continues. We are live from Viejas Stadium, San Diego, California. We're standing outside. We're broadcasting to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio, and appreciate all of our awesome sponsors for helping us get down here, including Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula. You need your car washed. They got a great undercarriage service that's going to keep your car running smooth, but also keep the paint nice. Treat your car like it deserves to be treated. Take it to Dazzler's Car Wash, 2610 Radio Way in Missoula. Riley, one question for you before we talk to Trisha Binford, head coach of the Montana State women's basketball team. The women's basketball tournament uh, has gravitated towards almost exclusively having first-round games at home sites. That's what the Bobcats face today. They play number one Stanford on their home court. Uh, sure to be a lot of Stanford people there. Seems like a pretty unfair draw for a 16 to play a one on their home floor. Yeah, it's uh, really putting it in a mismatch and a disadvantage. And we look all the time on what's kind of the general consensus of the women's tournament. Well, it's very top-heavy. Why is that? Well, not only is the upper echelon of the women's league and just the women's tournament in general um, those are the best teams they get to play at home it's just a serious disadvantage we'll see what Trisha Benford and the Montana State crew can put together tonight but uh, it really dealt a short deck I think and there's been a lot of waves I think Coulter made in the last couple years with advancing the women's tournament I think the, the TV exposure 68 teams now but the next step would probably be going to neutral site for these first couple round games too just like the men's tournament does. Well if they went neutral site for the last several or I guess there was a lot of there's a lot of an idea of maybe having like the final four at the same site for the men's and women's but a lot of the women's coaches don't like that because they think it makes them into kind of a JV league I think it would be sweet and I think a lot of people would go to both for well, sure I think so especially when they're on opposite days think for about sure. it Friday Saturday Sunday yeah. Monday I really like that idea I think that can help elevate the the women's tournament as well I'm all on board for that I think I look at that glass half full instead of glass half empty I think the women's coaches could argue well there'd be a lot less attendance in our games. What's, what's worth giving it a try? Well, for sure. And, and, and But if you just spin it the other way, there's going to be a lot more attendance than there would be anyways rather than less than the men's. It's not about comparing and contrasting. Just get in front of Hoops fans. You want us now, ESPN Radio. Take, tournament Takeover continues live from San Diego, California. Trisha Binford, 17th-year head coach for the Montana State women's basketball team. They head to Palo Alto, Stanford, to be specific, to take on the defending national champion and top-ranked Stanford Cardinal that game tips 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Nuwana is now here on a Friday, and it's Nuwana's Big Dance Friday. Montana State, they're dancing on both sides, the men's and women's tournaments. And we're joined now by Montana State women's basketball coach, Trisha Binford. Coach, congratulations again. Very cool for your team. Uh, second time in the NCAA tournament. So does it feel different this time compared to when you guys went five years ago? You know, it's it's hard to compare it to the first time because it's the first time. Um, but in a lot of ways, this was as emotional for 
not only for what this team got through, uh, but also for two years ago. So, yeah, just emotions everywhere, but in all great, great, exciting ways. Well, and that's such a cool part of the story, and I thought one of the, the best moments of the Big Sky Tournament that was filled with you know, so many good moments was Darian White patiently waiting for, for Cola Bad Bear to unwrap her knees <laughs> and, and then saying, hey, you know, I want to read a little statement that I prepared, and then she thanked those five seniors that lost their championship game. So I, it's sort of, a, sort of a microcosm, sort of a great example of just her as, as, as a person, but also your program in general and just sort of the, the closeness that you still share with those that graduated before. You know, it's the culture of the program. It's a it's a big family. I actually saw Danny's tweet this morning when he was honoring, you know, the last men's Big Sky um, team that was able to go to the tournament. But there's so much connection to those seniors because they kind of paved the way. They knew what it looked like. They knew how to prepare for it. Um, they knew how to practice for it on a daily basis. It's what Fallon Fruji came here for. Um, and so that was just such a... Gosh, it's it's hard to put it into words um, when we had to tell them that they didn't get to finish um, just a special season, and you know that's kind of stuck with it with this team for quite a while. You know, even Darian uh, changed the number on her uniform. Like this has to be a new year. I mean, we had to, you know, that that was the the next step for them was getting there, and um, yeah. So it's uh, there. There's so many connections to the the previous players setting up for uh, handing you the. A ton, and I, I think this team uh, was able to do that as we hit the tournament. You guys had such a great run through the tournament as well, but just take us down the stretch because you guys had a tough stretch run to get into the tournament. You set the table to maybe share the regular season title. You don't get it playing against one of the hottest teams in the league in Northern Colorado, but then turn the corner and win three in a row in Boise. So what was the turning point? How'd you, how was your team able to sort of overcome that late season loss and, and go on a great run in, in the postseason? Yeah, we had a team meeting, uh, I think it was that uh, Monday when we got in, and uh, really had to just get some things off the chest of things off the court, you know, mental health, all these heavy things that had been weighing on each kid and the things that we had been carrying for the last even two years, I mean, to some extent with COVID. And, um, you know, there's just a lot of pressures that kids were experiencing. Um, the, the fact that, you know, we had to have that upset, there was just, it's been a little bit of a roller coaster. And I think uh, the team was able to just kind of release and utilize the two hours of an escape in a way to play for each other and to play for each other the right way and not um, care about the outcome, uh, but more care about if we we played for each other the right way, um, executed the right way, will we be satisfied? And I just thought that kind of releasing that burden off the shoulders really allowed the kids to just go out and make plays. I'm like, that really was the difference in the tournament versus the preseason. You know, there were opportunities in the preseason and where we got rattled, teams made runs, and we just didn't respond. You know, it was at times expecting Darian to do that. And as we hit the tournament, it was everybody stepping up. You know, Darian did her thing, but Cola Bad Bear stepped up, KJ stepped up, Leah stepped up, Ava Ranson came off, was a huge spark. Lexi was a huge spark. I mean, I could go through the entire team. Um, but I think that team meeting was really necessary at that moment um, for the team coming together. And whatever it's going to be, we're going to go down fighting and we're going to do it for each other. Well, that, that must be so gratifying as a coach because, I mean, that's coaching in a nutshell, right, is getting your kids to embrace the moment, getting them to be confident in the biggest moments. And you guys were just so unbelievably confident throughout the whole tournament. I mean, if, if people hadn't watched you before, they would have thought you were the, the undefeated overall number one seed because you guys, like you said, you had you know your sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth players stepping up and making huge shots. Well, and you could go back through through the entire season. I'm like, some of those losses were maybe necessary, you know. I mean, 
we got smacked in the preseason by Gonzaga. Um, we got a guy just heavily uh, uh, crushed by UNLV. There were certain opponents that we knew were going to be really tough on our schedule, like the BYUs, the South Dakota States. But, you know, then there were some some losses that you're like, gosh, we would love to have those games back. We just, early in the season, it was finding ways to lose games rather than win and step up. And you have to have some growth process in that. I mean, if, if you know, we, we recall, I mean, we were still a, a group of our team is still sophomores, you know, so we're still fairly young in some positions and relying on some kids to kind of overcome those situations. We always had Darian, we had uh, Tori, and in the past, that senior class was was so huge making those kind of plays and in game moments. And really, it was kind of the coming uh, party for Cola Bad Bear becoming the player that she's capable of becoming. And for our sophomores, I feel like KJ, Leah, Ava, I mentioned her, Lexi, Dita, and Taylor Jansen. I'm like, those kids, I feel, have taken big steps, um, especially this last week of what that looks like and what that feels like because everybody is going to have, you know, that counterpunch. And, uh, you know, I just thought it was a, a big, big way for us to grow and have that preseason come together. Trisha Benford joining us. She's the women's basketball coach at Montana State. They play Stanford tonight, Friday night, 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time tip. And, Coach, let's talk about the draw because Stanford's one of the hallowed programs ever. I mean, I grew up with Jocelyn Tinkler. I remember when she first went there and following those teams that went to three Final Fours in four years. And, I mean, they're the defending national champions. Tara Vanderveer, one of the great coaches in the history of basketball, period. So, when you first saw the draw, you first saw the name Stanford. must be sort of unbelievable to think that you guys are going to Palo Alto to play the Cardinal. Well, there's mixed, mixed thoughts when we first <laughs> saw that. Number one, you're excited to see your name on a screen. And, like, it's unbelievable to say you get an opportunity to compete against Stanford, right? So, out of all the teams my daughter and I watch all the time, Stanford is one of our favorite teams to watch. They're just so fun to watch. So, we're familiar. But then the second is... Really? <laughs> so, uh, you know, we were expecting maybe a 15. And um, I think it's a really good reminder, though, why why we do the preseason schedule that we do is we we aren't yet, we haven't yet um, knocked off one of those top 50 teams in the preseason. We've had some losses in conference, um, even a home loss. There are certain things that I think in the future will be really important that we've learned um, our underclassmen the importance of every game, um, how those kind of go into your net rating and that sort of thing but with that being said I'm like they punched their ticket and we got to the dance and we had that conversation in Monday's practice beforehand because you still had some kids like in awe of we were playing Stanford and we are and at the same time there's some things we're really good at and we're going to go in with that mentality that's the only thing I care about getting them mentally prepared for Friday is okay what are the areas that we can be the best at in this game and in our mentality going into that game instead of being intimidated let's go in as an underdog let's embrace it and let's be great at the things that we're great at and they're going to disrupt things they're going to make things challenging but I want us to play our game and not come in um, waiting for them to set their tone I want them to come I want us to come in as the Bobcats and so that's hard to do um, but at the same time the kids uh, when we talked about that punching our ticket we have this opportunity uh, every kid would love to be in our shoes they're pretty fired up here so I think we're in a good place but we definitely have our hands full we know they're a monster um, but we're going to give them the grit of a Bobcat for sure well Tom Vanderveer's teams are always so unbelievably disciplined and uh, I mean just because everybody goes to Stanford, they're incredibly smart. They can run so many different sets. Does this look like a, a, a standard and traditional Tara Vanderveer team? 
Oh my gosh, yeah. It was uh, when I started watching clip after clip, I'm like, okay, let's look for the weakness. You're still watching. You're still watching. And then talking with uh, our SID, he's like, you know what? I, th- I think I found their weakness, their free throw percentage. Right? So uh, it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's a beautiful game. I mean, she calls it her orchestra, I think, because they are such a well-oiled machine and they just don't make those mistakes and that sort of thing. But our job is to, to disrupt that. And, you know, I told the guy, I told the players uh, in our film session yesterday, I'm like, you know what? You're not the only underdog in this game. I'm the underdog. Our staff, we're, we are the underdogs. I mean, we're going up against the GOAT. Uh, this team has a lot of experience. They've obviously, in postseason, in the NCAA tournament, they're, they're, their feet are wet running through the table on it. And, uh, you know, for us, it's been two years and... Um, nobody on this team outside of Cola's class, Cola Ashley and, and uh, or sorry, no, Ashley Gabby would be the two seniors mm-hmm. that have had that um, feeling. Um, you know, those, those are things that are going to be the, the big challenge to start. But, um, yeah, they don't have a lot of weaknesses. <laughs> well, no, well, no doubt about it. Trisha Bifford joining us here on Nuanas Now. It's ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, the Montana State women playing Stanford in the first round of the NCAA tournament. And last year's story with Stanford and, and Tara Vanderveer was such an uh, awesome one because Coach Vanderveer's been there for decades, and she had won a national championship 30 years prior and been to, I think, nine, maybe ten Final Fours in between, but couldn't punch through and, and get it. So uh, sort of a testament to longevity, though, right? I mean, t- to, the fact is it's not as if they were falling short. They were still going to the Final Four pretty much once every three or four years, but pretty cool that, that she was able to capture that next national championship some 30 years after she'd captured her second. Well, and I just think it shows you the the level of excellence that uh, in the standard that she demands and she always achieves. I'm like, that's a, it's a pretty uh, tough standard to continue accomplishing it. And especially in that, in that conference, I think Stanford is the reason the Pac-12 is so powerful as everybody has raised their level of game and their competition based on the consistency of what they've done there. But we have some connections there, Coulter. Uh, Judah Mike Doherty coached under Tara. Um, I coached under Trish Stevens, who was a player for her um, at Boise State when Trish was also the head coach. Um, Sunny has coached against her, so we might we even know like some of the play calls, which um, you know usually you don't get those things. But um, you know she. Uh, so when you think about June having worked on her staff and like stuff like that, I'm just like she's been doing this forever. And what's incredible about Tara Coulter is the way she coaches the game and the style of game she's evolved with the three-point line and the spacing uh you know she hasn't stuck with only what she did back then i mean she continues to evolve around the talent of her players and i'm like i think that's what also makes a special coach i'm like they are always mentally and physically ready um but they also capitalize on you know where the game's heading piece of trivia for those listening around the state of montana too once upon a time back in 1978 Mike Montgomery was the director of basketball operations at the University of Montana, and his two finalists for the Lady Grizz job, Robin Selvig and Tara Vanderveer. So I think uh, two pretty good finalists uh, for Mike That's Montgomery. Pretty crazy, <laughs> pretty yeah. crazy right? Go back to 1996 <laughs> when the 16 seed knocked off the number one Stanford team, the Harvard. Team. No, that's that's another great <laughs> trivia question because this has happened once before with Stanford. But uh, Trisha Bidford joining us. She's Montana State's women's basketball coach here on Nuanas now. And let's talk about uh, d- just the the venue because what's your what's your opinion on on the fact that the NCAA tournament now uh, not now but for a long, long time now they seed at great basketball venues, but a lot of times the top seeds are essentially, if not 
definitively playing home games. Uh, what do you think of just that element? Because you guys are going to be playing on Stanford's home court. Yeah, it's kind of like the Big Sky tournament back in the day when the the team that won the conference got to host the tournament to protect that top seed. It's kind of uh, on a line with that. It's going to have a great atmosphere and crowd, so the the experience is really cool. However, it's uh, I you know it's going to make sure it protects those top seeds to some extent as well. So. You know, we've already had that conversation with everything that we have to overcome to get settled in that it's going to be on their home floor. It's going to be loud. We need to treat it like another level of Dahlberg um, Arena. And, you know, those are all difficult things versus, you know, just focusing on what your task is at hand. There's a lot of opportunity for distraction. But, um, you know, at the same time, it's what women's basketball has done, which is a little bit different than the men because it is great for the fans and the atmosphere. So, I mean, we're going to take it for the fact that we to go to california so we're excited about that <laughs> sunny california here we come well yes. uh does the does the last NCAA tournament appearance you guys had i know like there's only a couple players that that were uh, a part of bobcat basketball then but you do you were you were a part of that and you have some people that you know on the support staff and things that were there when you guys went to heck heck edmondson pavilion in seattle and played university of washington so is there any carryover is there anything you specifically will use from what you learned on uh, that first trip to the NCAA tournament uh, this this upcoming weekend yeah, I mean, I'm hoping we get that whole section um, to our side again because we drew really well at that. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of Bobcats in that area, and I just remember Peyton Ferris getting that standing ovation at the end of the game. And um, But I think the biggest carryover would be um, just their ability, not understanding how fast Kelsey Plum really is. And, you know, you see her on film, and you know she's efficient as a scorer. Um, but in the open court, when they broke, a, broke it open against us, it was all of our long shots, our early long threes that we were taking and we were trying to contain her in the open court and and we're once again another team that one of the things that we're probably going to have to do against Stanford is stretch the floor and hit some threes Um, however uh, we got to also balance like getting the ball moved side to side maybe some interior touches so we're not constantly having these long shots where we're trying to contain them in the open court so that's probably the biggest takeaway and obviously just the glass focus, you know, when you're going up against a little bit more size, length, and strength, you're just going to have to be perfect and sharper in a lot of different areas. And last week, we did not rebound particularly well. So those would probably be the two things. Trisha Binford, Montana State women's basketball coach here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. Her team plays Stanford, the Cardinal, 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. First round of the NCAA tournament. Coach, wishing you the best of luck, and thanks so much for giving us so much time throughout the season. I appreciate it, Coulter. Thank you very much. So there you go, Trisha Binford, head coach for the Montana State women's basketball team here on Nuanas Now. Our tournament takeover continues. We are live again from Viejas Arena. We're right next to the Wright State band. Wright State, a 16 seed that won a playing game. Arizona, a number one seed. I see the last name Terry. I don't know if you know this about me. Arizona is my favorite college basketball team when I was a kid. I've been heartbroken ever since Lou Olson. I have a theme in my life. I have great reverence for old and old school coaches. I loved Lou Olson, Joe Paterno, my high school football coach, Gary Eckergan. But when I see the name Terry, I think Jason Terry. Is he related? Jason Terry is on the coaching staff for Tommy Lloyd, and his son is Jalen Terry. So life's coming full circle 
for you. I'm excited to watch this Arizona team, Colt. There's going to be great discussion. We we kind of have a bucket list moment here, but great discussion for us next week. I think everyone's got Gonzaga and Arizona, right, in the in the final four, or at least the top two. We get to see them both with our own eyes. It'll be interesting, but yes, Jalen Terry uh, is the son of Jalen. Nine to five, Arizona out to a quick lead. Tournament takeover continues here live from San Diego, coming to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Tournament takeover is presented in part by JV Restaurant Supply. JV Restaurant Supply, your home for everything kitchen. Whether you're a bear or a bobcat, an eagle or a scotty, you can score big with JV. Three locations throughout the state of Montana Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls, or you can visit online at jvrestaurant.com. JV, your restaurant specialist. Ashley Van Sickle, one of two seniors on the MSU women's basketball team. She and her teammates take on the Cardinal. 16 versus 1, David versus Goliath. She'll break it down for us and share some memories of her childhood affinity for Stanford. Keep it right here. New on us now. Back after this, ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The Montana State men's basketball team competed in the big dance in San Diego, and the MSU women are preparing to square off with the defending national champions on the farm at Stanford. Hello, I am Jeff Safford. The MSU men competed in the opening round of action at the NCAA tournaments on Friday, squaring off with number three seeded Texas Tech. Behind a strong offensive effort, the Red Raiders would control the game from the start in a 97-62 win over MSU. Texas Tech saw each of their starters score at least 10 points in the contest, shooting 66% from the field as a team. The Red Raiders were led offensively by Terrence Shannon and Bryson Williams, who both finished with 20 points each to lead all scorers. Senior guard Xavier Bishop was the lone scorer in double figures for the Cats, scoring 12 points to go along with a pair of assists. Later tonight, the Bobcats women will open play in the NCAA tournament in the first round against number one seeded Stanford. The Cardinal finished the regular season as the number three ranked team in the nation, finishing with a 28 and three record. Tip-off from Maple Pavilion is slated for 8 p.m. local time. For live coverage from the NCAA tournament in San Diego, stay tuned to Nuan is Now, right here on ESPN. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. What's up, Montana? New on is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Our tournament takeover continues. We're coming to you from Viejas Arena. 
on the San Diego State campus. About five minutes into top seeded Arizona, taking on 16th seeded Wright State. Wright State had to win a play on play in game, excuse me, over Bryant to get into this game. The Wildcats, one of the top teams in college basketball this year, under first year head coach Tommy Lloyd, who by the way came from Gonzaga. Wildcats lead Wright State 16 to 5, about five minutes in. Bradley Corgan, voice of the Grizz, riding with me, Coulter Duanez here from San Diego. The first two games here today, Montana State routed 97-62 by third-seeded Texas Tech. We also saw Notre Dame come up with a 78-64 win over Alabama, so the 11th seed moves on to face a very, very tough Texas Tech team. Tournament takeover brought to you in part by the Silver Slipper. Silver Slipper is the place to watch all the basketball madness this month. Monday through Friday, happy hour from 5 to 7. They have half-off drinks, dollar-off beers, and a dollar-off all wines. There'll be daily food and drink specials, plus the Silver Slipper Bracket Challenge with prizes for first through third and a daily drawing for a gift card, but you must be present to win. The Silver Slipper has 55 TVs, so you don't have to miss a game. Head on down to the Silver Slipper across from Walmart on Highway 93 in Missoula. Montana State's women play Stanford, the Cardinal, the defending national champs, the Bobcats, a 16 seed, Stanford, a number one seed. I caught up with one of two seniors on the MSU roster, along with Gabby Maki. Ashley Van Sickles played a pivotal role this year for the Bobcats, and she's played a pivotal role throughout her career despite the fact that it's been incurred and uh, impacted by injuries. She's had to take a back seat to Darian White after White came in as one of the most talented point guards in the league. But when White needs a rest, Van Sickles had a steady hand, and I would reckon she's one of the best backup, probably the best backup point guard in the Big Sky Conference. And that helped Montana State on their run to the Big Sky Tournament title. Here's Ashley Van Sickle from earlier this week by one of two seniors for the Montana State women's basketball team as they prepare to take on Stanford in the first round of the NCAA women's basketball tournament. It's Ashley Van Sickle, standout point guard for the Bobcats. Ashley, congratulations on a great senior year. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an awesome year, and I cannot wait. <laughs> well, there's a cool moment I want to ask you about first here. At the end of the game, uh, when you guys were cutting down the nets, everybody's celebrating. I was just making my way around, just kind of trying to talk to whoever I could. But I, I saw you there with another young lady, maybe a little girl. Is that your sister? And she seemed like she was pretty excited, pretty emotional for you. Um, that was Leon's daughter. Oh, actually. nice. Awesome. Leon's daughter. Yeah, I had the pleasure of coaching her this summer, and um, I just went and gave her a big hug, and she she was so proud, and, you know, she's a Bobcat fan at heart, and she just started crying right away when I gave her a hug because she was so excited and so happy for us. Well, that must be, uh, that must sh- sort of show you the impact you can make on young kids, just the fact that she was so emotional rooting you guys on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a pretty special experience, especially just her being our athletic director's daughter. I've been very blessed with the community here and getting to be so close with the families that are around the Bobcat family. So, Well, take us through this season because I know you guys had a tough non-conference schedule and then out the gates in conference, sort of clunky as well with a tough road trip to Ogden and Pocatello. And, and you know, I know you guys were sick and, and everybody's kind of trying to figure it out, but then you really turned a corner. So what do you think was the turning point for you guys this year as you got in sort of the heart of Big Sky Conference play? I mean, our non-conference schedule was really tough. And, I mean, we even had MSUB and Carol give us a run. Right. Um, I think – we were still trying to fit some pieces together. Um, the starting lineup changed 
numerous times in the non-conference season. Um, and then I think once after we played Weber State and Idaho State and we all got sick, we finally just came together. We had a little bit of adversity and we're like, all right, it's conference play, you know, like it's go time. We found our identity. People started stepping up, finding their roles, and then the rest is history. <laughs> Well, you guys, like you said, you were on the road so much in the non-conference, too. I mean, at Gonzaga, at UNLV, at South Dakota State, at North Dakota. I mean, you're talking some of the tougher mid-major places in the country to, to go play basketball games. But I know you guys have taken such great pride, especially during your last five years there at Montana State, in protecting home court. So being not only uh, navigating that non-conference away from the brick, but just getting back to Brick Breeden Fieldhouse and, and getting to play you know, 12 of your last 20 at home, how much did that help you guys just turn the corner? Um, that was huge. I mean, being on the road for that long, I think it was a month straight <laughs> with school, balancing school, balancing food, eating, sleeping. Um, once we got to be at home in front of our fans, um, get into a routine again, I think that really also helped us. Um, we definitely found our groove. Playing in the brick is an unreal experience. We have the best fans. So, yeah. And, you know, as a senior, you just soak it all in and Every game in the break is just so special. And my senior night, I'll never forget. I felt so loved. It was it was unreal. Um, we're still going. <laughs> SU Van Sigel joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Ashley, a senior for the Montana State women's basketball team as they prepare for the first round of the NCAA tournament. Friday, Stanford, 6 p.m. tip, Montana time, 5 p.m. Pacific time. They're uh, from Stanford right next to Palo Alto, California. And as you mentioned, your senior night, it was uh, really cool watching the, the whole beginning ceremony. And, and Bill Aberty, who set up this interview, he, he texted me a picture of Darian White sitting on the court ready to take pictures of both you and Gabby Maki. And I thought that was so <laughs> such a great symbol of your guys' team, just kind of how close you are and, and how you have this this star player, the Big Sky Tournament MVP, who's just so proud and, and happy to support you guys, the seniors. So um, what have you thought just of, of sort of the, the off-the-court element of this whole thing, the, the chemistry you guys have been able to cultivate and just how close you guys are as a team? Um, I mean, we've spent a lot of time together with us being on the road so much and whatnot. Um, we, we had a little Super Bowl party. Um, we hang out as much as we can, you know, like even after a road trip, some girls, we still go out to dinner. Some girls go to sushi night every Sunday. It's just the group of girls that we have is, is really special. And, um, it definitely has shown and it has definitely helped our chemistry on the court for sure. So I think, I mean, it's, it hasn't been the easiest season for sure. And, um, could just tell how much we loved each other once once that confetti went off and that buzzer that buzzer hit in our last game against northern arizona in the big sky tournament i think we all just like we made it you know we just (laughs) love each other so much our team is so together and just an unreal experience with these girls for sure well how much of that then how much of that factored into the way you guys were able to finish the year because i know you had the weird makeup game at portland state and then you were on the road at montana at sac state at northern colorado and lost a couple of those going into the tournament but then really turned the corner and were able to win three in a row this last week in Boise. So um, how much do you think the chemistry played into that, and how were you guys able to do that? How were you guys able to turn the corner and, and win the Big Sky Tournament? Um, I mean, you know, like you said, we, we lost some of those games. Um, we lost uh, to, to share the, the conference champs against UNC and Greeley. Um, obviously, that one stung major, <laughs> you know. And I think we were like, after that game, we're like, that's not happening again. And we competed 
we competed like no other in the in the conference tournament for sure. And I mean, like I said, like we had so many games on the road. We had three games in a row with all the makeup games and like, you know, through thick, thick and thin, like Coach Ben was able to conserve our legs, take care of bodies. Our trainer, um, Austin, has been, I think, a core for all of us, um, getting everything we need in terms of can we be healthy? Can we stay on that court? All these little things are playing into what you've seen on the court so far and that's going to definitely lead into friday for sure so that we can compete as hard as we can well i'm looking at a picture that they just posted on twitter of you doing a snow angel in the confetti so <laughs> last question on last week before we get into this upcoming matchup i mean it must have been a surreal moment for you and your teammates just watching the confetti rain down and cutting the nets and doing all that in boise yeah it totally was i mean in the 2020 season um when we should have won the whole thing i was injured and not in a boot and you know i was cheering um from the sidelines but getting to actually cut down a net seeing the confetti when you're actually contributing after two years of being injured it was just like oh my gosh you know like an unreal experience and i think for me i just i was just soaking it in laying on the ground doing confetti angels because i was like i'm just gonna soak in this moment right now like this is once in a lifetime and it to be my last year i couldn't have asked for for a better opportunity opportunity and i'm so glad that i did take this last year to to um enjoy basketball in this moment Ashley Van Sickle joining us. She's from Arvonica, Colorado, and she's a senior at Montana State. Montana State's women's basketball team, they take on Stanford Friday afternoon in the first round of the NCAA Women's Tournament. And Ashley, let's talk about your story a little bit, because you mentioned, you know, sort of navigating this whole thing through the injuries and, and the student teaching that you did, earning your degree, and still deciding to come back for this final year. So what inspired you? What kept you going, and what made you want to come back for this last run at it with your teammates? Um... Well, for one, I love basketball. You know, basketball was my first love, always will be. Um, I was pretty devastated when I got injured, and I was trying to to work through those injuries. Um, and I had an unreal opportunity to student teach and finish my degree last year. And, you know, I didn't think I was done. Um, I worked my butt off to to get healthy, to do the rehab, to do the PT, and I finally got healthy. And I felt like there was some some unfinished business, and I wanted to contribute like I knew I could and contribute and and you know look at like we made it to the big dance like I don't know what else I could ask for it's worth it so worth it totally worth it well and I, I said this on my show earlier this year you know I think that you and Gabby Maki you encompass what college sports is supposed to be about because it's so easy to, to walk away or, or think that there might be greener pastures. And, you know, when you were hurt, they, you know, Darian White comes in and she comes of age and becomes one of the best players I've ever covered in the Big Sky Conference. <laughs> yeah. Would have been so easy for you to transfer, but instead you found sort of a new role and, and carved that out. So what kept you going through all of it? As cliche as it is, the people, yeah. you know, um, Coach Ben believed in me from the beginning. I definitely wanted to turn and walk away, but I there's something special about Bozeman. There's something special about Montana State. My teammates have been with me through thick and thin. You know, I've had the best um, coaching staff. Blair Braxton, one of my best friends and teammates, you know, became a coach. I was like, what better opportunity for that? Yeah, I just, I, I didn't want to quit. And I found so many opportunities with teaching and coaching. And I was like, you know what? This is home for me. It really is. And to think that I may have to pack up and leave once my lease is up in the summer is, I don't even want to think about it because I really have found myself um, at home here. And I am really proud of myself for pushing through. Um, 
it's absolutely worth it. And for everybody that is transferring or thinking about it, I think there's a silver lining to staying at a school and, and finding who you are. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, you should be very proud of yourself. It's an awesome story. <laughs> and let's talk about now the, the next great challenge. I'm sure it's so cool for you and your teammates to see Montana State pop up on the screen, but also it's against the national, defending national champs on their home court. So, I mean, nothing to lose, right? Going to play Stanford, one of the great basketball programs in the history of college basketball. What do you guys think of the challenge? Oh, my gosh. It's an unreal experience. Um, Stanford, as a kid, when I was like seven or eight, was my dream school. My parents were sending me pictures of me wearing my little Stanford sweatshirt when I have like no teeth and you know I'm a little child and when I saw um on the jumbotron it was Montana State and Stanford pop up I was like oh my gosh like no way you know like jaw-dropping moment I don't know I think this is an opportunity for us to just compete maybe give us a chance to shock the world we have nothing to lose like you said and just go out there fight give us give um 110 percent and I don't know just a chance to play together and compete and and represent the blue and gold like no other. As you've had single Montana State senior, the Bobcat women take on Stanford, 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time here in the Treasure State. Thanks so much for joining us, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me. So there you go. One of Montana State's top seniors, they take on the Stanford Cardinal. The defending national champions in the first round of the NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament, 8 p.m. tip, Montana time. What's up going around? What's going on around here? We'll get you all the way finished up. The last segment of our tournament takeover here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio back after this. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. It's getting stupid in this load, yo. Is the soul still open? We need him that a privileged thing. Yeah, that I mean, all in the dough. Like you, S-T-U-P-I-D. Nuwana is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Thanks so much for being here. It's been awesome taking this show on the road the last two weeks. From Boise, Idaho to Portland, Oregon to San Diego, California, our tournament takeover has been nothing but a success. They couldn't have done it without all of our phenomenal clients, including JB Restaurant Supply, Dazzler's Car Wash, Katie O'Keefe's of Missoula, Crawford's Automotive, Vance Thompson Vision, Stockman Bank of Montana, Homer's Drug, Ryan Holloway and Miller Law, The Silver Slipper, 
Aspen Sound, and the M Store. Also couldn't have done it without our guys in the back, Tommy Evans, Jeff Safford, Andrew Howard. Appreciate all those guys for helping us out. And couldn't have done it without my main man, Riley Corker, and Voice of the Grizz, sitting shotgun with me here. Arizona leads Wright State 28-17. And Riley, we only have a couple seconds left, but uh, your final thoughts on what's been a great trip so far. Oh, it's awesome. I, I want to thank all of our sponsors, especially you, for, for bringing me along on the ride. Uh, we love this stuff. It's kind of the culmination of all the hard work, the grind throughout the last couple months to get here. So thanks to everybody. Thanks to you, Coulter. Let's have a great weekend. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. We'll be back at it 4 p.m. Tuesday, no show Monday. So uh, stay tuned for that. The madness rolls on. We're not even through the first round. How crazy is that? One of the great sports weekends of the year here all the way around the United States of America. Thanks so much for being with us. We'll be back at it on Tuesday. In the meantime, enjoy the roar of the crowd. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 